Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that success in business is not something that we do on our own, we're taking time to recognize the folks who helped us to excel. I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us today. My guest loves learning about all things tech and then figuring out how to leverage that to uh, make a difference. In his downtime, uh, he likes to go on trips and work on his house, which apparently he has done for the past two years, I believe, without really knowing what he was doing and figuring it out as he goes. So that's pretty cool. And he's most proud of uh, growing his company to 1,700 clients with a young team in a short period of time. It's my pleasure to welcome Austin to the show today. Hello, Austin. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, you are very welcome. It is a pleasure to uh, have the opportunity to chat with you today. Let's start by having you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born, where you live, and about your family and hobbies. Yeah, so uh, I'm Austin Hoffman. Um, I'm one of the partners here at Viv. Uh, I grew up in Jasper, Indiana, um, went to Jasper High School. I went to USI, which is a local school here in Evansville, um, pretty much studied everything from marketing there. And then from there, after college, went and, and started my own thing in, in the marketing world. Fantastic. And so um, tell us a little bit about this tech thing that uh, that I mentioned of that you love technology and you love learning about technology. Give us a little bit more understanding there. Yeah, pretty much since I can remember, I've always been uh, engulfed by tech. So being able to see new things that come out, um, I always try and figure out how how they work or, or how they benefit an individual past that. Um, even like yesterday, I was reading that we're going to have new MRI technology, even though I'm not in the medical field to pass that. But it always interests me of how it can better people's lives past that. And then also, how can we bring some of that technology, uh, not necessarily in the MRI space, but in our marketing world and benefit that to our our clients here at Viv. So that's been able to help me uh, progress Viv over the years and, and essentially push me into my position, which is a partner and head of product. So I'm always coming up with new things yeah. and stuff that benefit our clients past that. Wonderful. Now tell me a little bit about this uh, house remodeling project. Yep. So uh, I, I got a house during COVID. So uh, during COVID and shutdowns and things, uh, I decided that it would be good, a good idea to get a fixer upper and it's lasted for two years now. So <laughs> I've never worked in the construction space. I've been doing it with my dad for the last two years and we've kind of just figured everything out and it's turned into a beautiful home, but it's been a pain. Yeah. It's been I, a pain in the last, last I, two years. I was going to ask you if now in hindsight, is it still a good idea to have embarked on that journey? I think so. I, I think so. I learned a lot. I understand how like the complete house works. Um, just my general uh, nature is just trying to figure things out. So what better way to do it than figure everything out in the house? So <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know who to call now when I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, might not get done right away, but it'll get done eventually. <laughs> Austin, what's a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today? Uh, I think that that I'm just ambitious and I get really excited about ideas from there. So when I get really excited about the ideas, I call them up. I I kind of pitch it to them and, and talk to them about it. And then they're, in their mind, it's got to be like, oh, here's another idea coming from Austin. So <laughs> I think that they would probably say something along the lines of that. Awesome. Yeah. So Austin, tell us about how the business came about. And at what point did you have the confidence you could run your own business? Yeah. So uh, the original uh, idea of Viv didn't necessarily come right away. So 
we had another idea uh, of an, uh, basically a website that was a, a replica of GoFundMe, but it wasn't the full uh, fees and, and, and schedules that GoFundMe puts into the site. And we pitched at our college. We got like fourth or third or fourth past that. I did that with a, a, a buddy named Mark. He still works at the company here in Viv too. But when we went into it, uh, we actually got our first investor past that. And we really tried to bring um, that idea to life. And when it came time to build the website past that, we met with a local company and, and they quoted us out $135,000 for the project. So um, we were kind of frustrated past that. We didn't have the full funding of that and that project kind of died. So I kind of kicked it around for the last couple of days or the couple of days after we got that news. And I, I was sitting there thinking that there's no way that a company can spend five, 10, 15, 25, even $135,000 for just a site in order to get a, a, a site up and running or even existing business can, can pay some money like that to get something rolling. So we pretty much got a couple of guys together and, and we figured out that Hey, we can build this for a lot less. We can do it a lot better. And, and from there, uh, we signed our first client all the way back in 2015. Um, we, we pretty much from there, we're a website design company. So from, from uh, 2015 to 2016, we, we kept signing clients, kept adding on businesses past that. Then we realized that, okay, uh, businesses need social media marketing. They need listings management. They need paid advertising. So we turned into a full force uh, marketing agency past that. And then uh, pretty much from there, we started adding partners in. And, and, and uh, long story short, now we have 1,700 companies that we manage every single month in any form of marketing. That's fantastic. So um, just give us a little bit more detail about your company. Um, and, and more specifically, how do you help businesses? Yeah, so uh, primarily our focus is on website design. So how can we optimize the site completely to turn just a normal visitor into an actual conversion past that? So a lot of people will sit there and they'll just throw up sites and it'll be a static site. They won't make any improvements to it. They won't look at the analytics versus we have an entire team here that basically takes care of that. So we'll build a beautiful site. We'll make it into a, a lead converting machine. And then you have a relationship manager past that that works with you every single month to grow the actual traffic and convert people on the website and customers through through funnels. If you're a roofer to, to getting a quote for a roof or if you're a restaurant, we'll basically help you push online orders. Any way that we can think of to push more people your way, that's pretty much what we cover. And then it bleeds into the other things like we have social media teams, we have paid advertising teams. Um, we have uh, covered like CTV, which is the uh, connected TV. So running commercials on streaming devices like Hulu, Paramount, everything past that. So really what we do is, is we just talk to businesses and, and we say, okay, um, what are your existing efforts in marketing? And then past that, uh, how can we help? How can we bring them all together under one roof? That's the biggest thing too, because traditionally you have to hire five, 10, 15 different companies to do that stuff. Yeah, fantastic. So now that you've figured out how to build a, a website for a lot less, did you ever go back to your old idea? Uh, we we rebuilt it for fun, but it was too far. It, it was like three years after that, that we, uh -huh. we really like honed in on it. Yeah, but we built it for for much less. So, <laughs> so I mean, we I kick, we kicked ourselves back in the day of not being able to have that funding and then realizing that we could have done it yeah. if we had a couple of years of knowledge. And that sure, case. yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so, um, Austin, share a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you thought that you couldn't, and the impact that that person had on you. Yeah, I, I think that definitely um, comes back to my business partner now, Alan No. He's the president and CEO of Evolve and also a partner in Viv. So he he pushes us all the time to get into the next forms of technology. Like e-commerce is a big 
big push for for merchants nowadays, right? Everyone wants to sell online. They want to do online ordering past that. So being able to develop more complex inventory management solutions for these retail shops that sync up their point of sale to their inventory online. Like right now, we're we're doing an inventory sync for 19,000 SKUs for a client. Um, we're working on a project that I didn't think that we could handle necessarily right off the bat with uh, linking up to 82 warehouses for a certain client to be able to pull inventory from. Mm. But being able to have somebody push us into it like that, uh, Alan, no, my business partner, definitely pushes us to, to get to that next level of being able to accomplish things that uh, businesses might have. Fantastic. So it's great to have um, that that person, whether it's internal or external, that push us beyond what we think we're capable of and and have the opportunity to then look backwards and go, wow, look at look at what we were able to do that I, you know, I may not have been willing to do on my own, but having somebody else there to nudge us along, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we always knew that we could do it. It's just allocating the time to do it and then just yeah. learning really past that. So when you have someone that pushes you to to learn to get to the next level, it's you'll you'll look back on it and wonder why you didn't do it faster, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Austin, what's your biggest learning as a business owner? Um definitely uh scaling a business number one. Um developing a product is is you have to market test it, make sure it's good to go, but definitely scaling. So when you scale, you have to add the appropriate team members. Mm -hmm. Um so hiring, you that's a a, a threshold you have to get over. Uh, accounting was the threshold that we had to get over, right? Um, just pretty much like scaling and accounting and billing and being able to do a legal part of everything was a big hurdle we had to come over to. So, yeah, fantastic. Um, we know that that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So, um, share with us uh, maybe one of your your biggest challenges over the years and um, a fellow business owner who came alongside you helped you get through that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's two stories, I guess I could say a, a part of that. I had a mentor back in the day, his name was Rob and Rob really helped me overcome the general questions of, of how a business is run and, and the fundament, fundamentals of a business, how it should run too. And fast forward to now where I have my, my partner, Alan, he'll be able to uh, help me progress in things too, as far as like, whenever we first came on with him, he had the knowledge of how uh, accounting should be run, how billing should be run. Um, so we could really focus on being able to develop products and really hone in on, on that component of it too, all the way up until like last May, we acquired our first company. So oh, having someone, yeah, thank you. Having someone who's gone through 16 acquisitions and, and helping us pass that, then we can, he can help us uh, acquire in the future. Future and, and I got a lot, a lot of knowledge from that uh, acquisition too. So he's helped out a lot uh, as far as getting us to where we are today. Fantastic. Uh, Austin, if I asked you to pick three people in your business owner journey that you're most grateful for being there for you uh, to help with your business growth, who are those three people and how they help you? Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could probably name off 15 to 20, but <laughs> I'll, I'll try and I'll try and lower it down. So Definitely my parents were pushing me to to go after an idea that I really sunk my teeth into and wanted to go after. Um, my early mentors like Rob uh, being able to help me with that. My first original business partner, Logan, was a big push of it. And also uh, Alan's a big push of it now. And our entire team too, our entire team is incredibly willing to learn something new and go after it as long as it benefits the clients past that. Mm. So those are, those are just the multiples of people 
but like I said, the 15 plus people that I could probably <laughs> say thank you to all the time. <laughs> so as we think about the future, let, let's say over the next three to five years, what are the biggest challenges that you see that uh, you're going to face in getting to the company's goals? And who are the types of people you're going to need to help you overcome those challenges? Yeah. So I think scaling is definitely um, something that we're going to have to continue to figure out too, right? We we went from 700 companies last year to adding a thousand companies this year. So being able to lean on our team to pick the right people because people is the biggest thing when you're running a business, right? Um, being able to scale like our accounting efforts and being able to scale our sales teams past that to go after and uh, uh, sign the appropriate businesses, right? Because we want to actually help people pass that and not just selling a product. So being able to train in our, our new people to to do the right approach with the sales efforts is going to be something that's challenging. And then also breaking into the e-commerce world further and further, right? So building not only the inventory management solution for that, but figuring out how we can market for bigger and bigger companies, but also being able to offer those giant uh, or bigger companies the same efforts to our smaller to medium-sized businesses is something that we really want to lean on too, because we want to give everybody a, a fighting chance in today's industry against the big dogs like Amazon and eBay and different things like that. Yeah, fair. So you mentioned um, finding and 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 uh, having the people to be able to scale, which is a, a challenge everybody's been having right now with the the way that the workforce is. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, how do you how have you how have you tackled that so far? What's been what successes have you found in in finding the people that you need to be able to you know, it sounds like more than double your business in the last 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, again, we lean on our team a lot too. So like we have, uh, we have general interviews in the beginning to make sure they qualify for the position and stuff too. But then we meet as a team and we, we say, Hey, we're thinking about bringing this person into this position. We meet with that department first and bring it to the team because we want to have a great culture, right? Yeah. We want to have a great culture, make sure that everything's going to work out whenever they're there. And also that they specialize in the things that we want to, be able to provide for our clients in that specific department. So leaning on our team a lot to check out the person that might be joining our team and kind of getting the okay at the end of the day has definitely helped us add the right people. Yeah, that's fantastic. A lot of um, mistakes a lot of people make is that they hire based on skills and experience mm -hmm. and don't check the culture box. And then, you know, br when we bring in the wrong people and they don't gel with our existing culture, it can be a nightmare. So I like yeah. what you're saying is let, you know, the best practice for everyone listening is, you know, make sure that folks are a strong cultural fit for your organization first, mm -hmm. because you can always teach skills. You can't teach a cultural fit. So you, you yeah. want to, you want to vet people. Uh, so I love that you get your team involved so that they can help you with understanding that cultural fit. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, the team is everything, right? So it's going to, who's who you're basically going to battle with when you're trying to learn new things and sign bigger accounts and do different things past that. So, I mean, we lean on our team for everything. So. Awesome. So Jim Rohn said that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So as you think about that statement, uh, what advice would you have for business owners who are trying to do it on their own and, and, you know, think that they, they have to do everything themselves. Yeah, I would say that um, you can definitely approach it and do it yourself depending on the industry. But if you really want to focus and hone in on your craft past that, you want to be able to specialize in it and not generalize in everything. So being able to have things like um, a great accountant, right? Or, or a great person to do billing. So you can focus on what services and products you're providing or delegating tasks past that 
So you can again focus on growing the business and your in your craft, right? So I would say a delegation is definitely something you could you should consider whenever you're scaling and growing your business past that. Awesome. Um, one of the things I hear a lot is, well, but I I can't afford to hire somebody, or you know, I I don't want to take the risk. So what advice would you have for folks who who have that challenge or or at least have that thinking process? Yeah, we're we're trending towards a gig a gig economy. So there's plenty of people that will do 1099 work. So it fits into your pricing and your schedules past that, right? So if you know that you need to charge X and you can fit it in and 1099 it out to Y, then you should be able to make the margin between that. So there's tons and tons of people online that are, are willing to work and do the things that you need them to do to grow your business too. So there's there's a plethora of places that you can check out to be able to delegate it and not have one, someone on set uh, salary past that. That's great advice. Um, I, I love that because the, the, the challenge that a lot of business owners will think through is, well, I don't have the money to pay someone else, but to your point, right? You don't, if you can hire out to the gig economy, you can, you can, you only have to pay for the services that you need as opposed right. to putting somebody on, you know, full time. And then the other thing to think about for everyone listening is, you know, do the cost benefit analysis of hey, how much is it to hire or outsource, right? And, versus how much is your time worth if you were able to get those things off of your plate and and go and get more business right yeah using a a fake number right if it's $25 an hour to hire you know somebody um on a part-time basis versus you can be out getting work that's $125 an hour right way more beneficial for you to be getting that stuff off your plate and going and getting more business yeah. 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 I definitely agree. Even part-time work has worked out great for us too. I mean, we have some rock stars on our team that started out part-time in college and oh. now they've grown into their positions past that. And they learned a lot throughout college and realized that they want to work with us long-term. So they really dug into it past that. So part-time work is a great way to to get exposure to people that might end up being full-time for you. Ah, I love that. I that, That's how I, my first hire was a part-time person. And, um, and, you know, I, I was worried, well, hey, who's going to want to work part time, but they they did and they worked out well and we moved her into full time and we just promoted her. And so, yeah, you don't don't talk yourself out of something. It doesn't hurt to ask. Right. Be specific on what your company needs and ask for it. And, you know, people will will apply to the role that you ask if they're interested in it. So, yeah, don't handcuff yourself by assuming you, you know, people are going to want only full-time hours. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So Austin, last question here, if there was something catastrophic that happened in the business, who's the first person that you'd call and what would you want from them? The first person I'd probably call would be Alan to let them to know things that are happening. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, we, we would quickly meet with our entire team and we'd figure it out together. So we, we all lean on each other for dis different aspects. I mean, just because someone's in our onboarding department doesn't mean that they need to be kept away from the social department. We want everyone working as a team towards the objective and visions that we have. Yeah. So I would definitely call my entire team. That'd be the first person I call. That's awesome. I love, I love the, 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 a few times you've talked about the fact that you rely on each other, you lean on each other and you've got a, a nice culture there. I, I, that's awesome that you guys can, you know, share the load and, and, you know, 
lean on one another when you need to and and that you feel comfortable bringing them all in in you know a fake example like the the catastrophe and and be able to talk through it with them all that's that's yeah. an awesome um place to be yeah i would i wouldn't say we had a catastrophe recently but whenever we had the first uh the first weeks of shutdowns i mean uh we we signed like 70 to 100 new clients that needed to be online within one month oh wow uh, yeah and all of our all of our uh clients calling to do online ordering stuff too so that would be like a kind of catastrophe yes. <laughs> where we bring everybody in we met every single day and, and we really came out on top not only for us but our clients passed that i mean even some of them whenever we got together during that moment uh, we saved a couple of different businesses from shutting down by launching online stores past that. So oh. it was a real team effort. And that would probably be my actual catastrophe moment, but it wasn't like a huge catastrophe. It was just a lot of work at once. Yeah. But what a cool feeling to, to know the impact that you've had on so many businesses, you know, to keep them in business. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a great feeling. Yeah. So Austin, it, it sounds like you've been blessed with a number of, um, incredible people that have helped you along on your, your business owner journey. If they were all on the show here today, what would you want to say to them? Uh, I would just basically say thank you for guiding me. Uh, definitely my, my past mentors and, and some of the, the people I originally started this company with are really sticking their neck out to, to help push this business in the beginning, even if they're not with us anymore. And also to our current staff. I mean, there's no amount of thank you that you can do past what we've accomplished in the last couple of years alone. So it's just a hardworking team and I'm really proud of what we've all accomplished. Fantastic. Well, Austin, it has been a pleasure speaking with you today and thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks you for having me. To everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Myth show with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on your social media. And to join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward, and I'll see you all next time. Take care.